I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalise you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me. I'm an education consultant specialising in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy, passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Today's podcast is about taking a leap of faith into the unknown in your career or business. And I'm excited again to have transformation coach and brand expert, Scarlett Vesper with me on the show. Welcome, Scarlett. (laughs) Thank you. Welcome. So happy to be here with you again this week, talking about a very interesting subject. (laughs) Uh, I know. And first question that comes to mind, let's get straight to it. Have you ever taken a leap of faith yourself? Actually, my entire life is a leap of faith, Carrie, <laughs> because it's, it's really a journey. I mean, often faced with those dilemmas all the time I, of making decisions where you're not sure of the outcome. And so I think we all do leaps of faith all the time in, in certain ways. I mean, I've certainly done one when I left the corporate world, when I left my mm. job at the bank and... That was scary, but it's funny when you're in that scary on the ledge position, it's kind of you don't have an option. So it's almost like your drive to do something different that is personally like good for you in some way overcomes any fears. What do you think? Oh, I was just thinking uh, when I left educational organisation after 23 years Mm. that it's a similar, well, I felt a similar thing. And one of the reasons I'm I'm doing what I'm doing now is that there is a journey involved. We all have, it's necessary, I believe. Life can be a journey and it should be a journey. It's all how you look at it. So when you take that leap of faith, I think your mindset about how you're going to do that is critical. (laughs) So yes, I've taken a leap of faith and I would say it's to find my sole purpose. And that's what I love about working Mm. with other people. You know, how do we find Mm. all that? Mm -hmm. And the purpose. And I think that I noticed that challenges come up a lot that obviously we work with people to help them through challenges. And I think it's getting comfortable with being uncomfortable And that is the new world moving forward even more so, even Mm. though I think it's been very much part of life itself. But I think really moving forward is in that being in that place. And especially if you've been working somewhere and you don't have to show up, as I've talked about before, is as an entrepreneur and the new space of, you know, work jobs going, 50% of jobs going the next 15 years. It's like, who do I have to be to show up every day? And that's almost like standing on the ledge every day because you have to go, what are my choices? What are the repercussions? Who do I have to be to be someone that's going to face the day? What do I have to create? And it's, you have to be very conscious. And, you know, hence why I love my conscious word is really <laughs> gives you your power back and allows you to take responsibility in that space. And yeah, it is, it's a very conscious moment. I think when you think about leap of faith, it's interesting. It is. And thinking about being in an organization that is very large can often lead to being having a sense of being totally impersonal because there's an mm. expectation, a cultural expectation around not rocking the boat, but doing what 
the company wants or the organization wants or and so you lose a little bit of your sole purpose in that so when you when you take that leap of faith into something different you know it's you've got to embrace the challenges you've actually got to persist in the face of setbacks you've got to see mm. effort as not failure but as on a path to your mastery you know you've got to learn from criticism That's so it. your mindset okay. can either be fixed that you bring with you or it can be a growth one and i think we've got personas around both of those <laughs> i know <laughs> I, I know i have you can get in the fixed mindset thinking that you are in a growth mindset and that's the tricky bit you've got to you actually have to be yeah. very self aware in how you go about it yeah, and, so, and the uh, thing is how do you see what you don't see and that is such a big thing is those as you have mentioned is the blind spot mm. because kind of actually going well how do you know what you don't know and that becomes the difficult place for people because rightfully you think this is the way things are and I feel safe in this space but in fact it's being of detriment to me in some way but I can't recognize what that is oh you are spot on because we make assumptions that you know everyone thinks like we do mm. <laughs> they don't mm. that's you know, right we... I certainly do <laughs> You know, what we see, what we feel, what we think. You know, often if you really want to be empathetic, you actually have to put yourself in the place of somebody else and get totally out of your comfort zone, you mm. know, to see things differently. You know, that ability to stand in someone else's shoes, especially when there's a huge amount of fear involved or it's highly emotional, yeah, that's that can be quite frightening. But we often make assumptions that are dust right off the Richter scale. <laughs> and that yeah, uh, yeah. that yeah, and that stops us, that halts us, that can block us, yeah. And those mindsets pop up. So knowing what your mindset is and also what your blind spots are, I think are critical for anyone who is looking to take a leap of faith into the unknown, whether it's career change, more development of their uh, skill set, whether to leave yeah. work in the first place, whether to start something up, and especially at different ages. I think age is a huge factor these days. But more and more, daring to lead is showing up. And the way people show up each day can be very, very different to each other. Yes, absolutely. And I think from that point of view in ageism, it's, again, it really shows, ageism is such an interesting thing because it's been so prevalent, you know, as we get older in the workforce, how do you get a job over 50, over 40? I mean, it's really, mm. it's been a difficult scene for a lot of people. And my family's personally experienced that. And what I believe is happening is really those skill sets that we have said, oh, no, I can't show that I've done all this work is going to be an attribute for people over 40 and 50 because the new world is around having lots of skill sets, having the experience, having the understanding of how to lead all those different mm. areas and having that creative and innovation. So I think it's a really great time to embrace that. Well, it is. And when you look at what we have access to information-wise at the moment, social media now has a plethora of information about can do, you can do this, do you want to be better at whatever, let go of your fears. <laughs> Good advice for people who, who are standing on that ledge of feeling a little bit scared or unsure about taking a leap of faith into something new. I think that, that advice we need to seek out and to know that it's credible advice and we need to have a filter that looks at how does the advice uh, line up against our value system, what we want to do to remain genuine, to be authentic in this age of instant photographs, <laughs> instant information. Yes. 
instant, like notoriety, <laughs> who's real yeah. and who's not. I mean, it's it's part of the scare, I think, part of the the unsure environment that uh, we're, we're leaping into. Because, look, I mean, I do believe that there's, I mean, you know I'm into astrology and everything that's happening, but I do believe there is something that is going on. I've been told about it from a physical thing of Pluto or whatever it is, but it is what it's showing up is inauthentic people, inauthentic ways of doing business, and it's mm-hmm. really clearing things up. So there's a lot of difficult things showing up. And I think for people who are facing that question of what's going on, what am I doing? It's to know that it is global. And it's also an opportunity to stop and go, what is moving forward? Because it's not just, oh my goodness, my job's not right or whatever. It's everywhere. People are going to be mini entrepreneurs or they are, they have to actually Mm. work out what it means to move forward in my life. Where am I going and my why, which is a very big brand thing of what we have to tap into. Because when you actually get that true sense of self and you go into that space, you will attract abundance and workflow because that radiates. It's when you're not true to that. And a lot of people who haven't done work on themselves or don't understand. So it is very difficult to face that part of self uh, when you're going through that. So yeah, it is an interesting place. And I think asking the personal development questions is really important. It is critical. And Whilst you're doing all this, you're very aware that the practical side of a leap of faith is sitting there. Um, You know, you're used to a job, you're used to a wage, you're used to systems in place, you're used to resources. There's a whole lot of things that are there that are are really surrounding you. It is a major point and looking to start something brand new from scratch, it's very easy to start comparing yourself with what may appear to be fabulous work or a fabulous career. It may may look great. But the reality is every day is a new part of the journey. It's like a huge Camino, isn't it, life? Uh, One step after the Mm -hmm. next, looking for guidance along the way, having someone walk with you, someone walking before you, someone walking out to the side on another branch, someone popping in and out of your life. I mean, we can use some beautiful analogies or imagery for, for, Mm. you know, taking Mm -hmm. that leap of faith. But how do you you build a a community, an environment of expertise and care and genuineness around you when you're taking this leap of faith? And I think that's the advice that most people are looking for because we all can work from – a basis of, of fear and being frightened that we're going to fail. And people are going to say, oh, look at that. She had a go, but she failed. She's a failure. And the labelling is is massive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it is massive. And I think, look, it, it's totally tough. And I was just listening to a client yesterday who was talking about what was happening in their organisation and the disruption and people not knowing what's going on. And I really felt for that space of, being heard inside of that is difficult. So, look, there are two things. I mean, if you're going to leave because you want to start your own venture, which is awesome, which we'll talk about in a sec, but if you want to leave because you don't like the culture, I think that's something to really look at because it might be that the culture just sucks and you need to go. And I think it's really important to identify um, whether it is a new business or a new culture that you need, number one. If you want to go out into that world, I mean, for me, the 
key part is to have a great tribe, as you've spoken a lot about, Carrie, is, is having the right people around you to guide you. How do you know who's the right people? I think what happens is when you do take that leap of going out where it is, they show up, our right teachers show up at the right time. Um, yeah. And sometimes they're not the relationship isn't successful or what you do isn't successful, but that's part of your learning. And mm-hmm. I'm, I've certainly had that myself. I continually learn things and my husband says to me, have you got the lesson yet? But, you know, because I'm so kind of clear and when I see a vision, I want to run with it and I do it and I trust everybody too much. It's been my thing of learning <laughs> is trusting in which um, I'm now learning, you know, to keep boundaries really clear now. And I think yeah. that's really important going forward is to have boundaries, conversations, clear and doing those next steps. What's the next step? Is it just exploring what you're passionate about. I can use that, what I've learned in the past, to do what I'm doing moving forward. Some people have a reaction where they go, I don't want to do it, I'm sick of it, and they move right away from it. And that's okay mm. too because what happens, it comes in later from a different angle I usually find. So, so I don't know true. about you, Karen. How do oh, you feel? Look, I mean, guarded, was that important for you? It was important and it. there were people that came into my sphere uh, pretty quickly, and others, I it has taken me a, a while to to seek out. I think that's one of the learnings, isn't it? That you have to trust. Mm. One of the things I did when I first started out was I decided to openly say I'm giving myself some time for me just to sit with this, not to rush in and make too many right. decisions mm. and look back and regret it because. I know one of my traits is that I just like the impromptu and the impetuous. And, you know, one of my sayings, you'll hear me say, is, oh, just give it a red hot shot, you know, just get in there and do it. And yeah. that, that's part of it. But the other part is learning that patience is golden and there is a time for most things. And perhaps it's not your time quite right now. It might need a little bit of time for it to just to bubble and, and percolate and get there. But I know that there are a couple of things that I do use now that have been very effective. And mm. one of those is asking myself each day, well, what are the opportunities for learning today? And what are the opportunities for growth today? And it's not just about me. It's for myself, yes, but for the people around me. And I think they've mm. become core, core things that I say, what's the op for learning today and for growth? And then what about me? Yes. What about others around me? Because our previous episode, we talked about leadership. And I tru- yeah. truly believe that leadership is about leading others, not just yourself. You have to do that, but it's it's to create leaders who are greater than we are. And it can be leading in any sphere. It doesn't have to be the top CEO of Google. It doesn't, you know, it can be anything, leading in your family, leading in your running group, lead, whatever it is that you're doing. But it is often about what do I learn? Where's the opportunity for growth? And then what's in it for me? but also for the people around me because I believe that's our true responsibility, the next legacies. <laughs> yeah, look, absolutely. And I think to ask that question and reflect the bigger picture and that's community, which is really moving forward. It's all about mm. share. It's uh, shares, collaborate and subscribe is where the younger are, the generation where we're moving into. And so that that mindset of community is vital and it does start with those mm. questions. 
One of the things things I think is important to do for me is to really, really hone in on your intuition because that is my guiding. That is the thing that I know sets me in good stead. And it's taken a long time to trust it. But when I get something now that feels hard, I don't yeah. do it. Ah. And it's my big warning bell and it's taken a long time to really see that muscle and to feel it. So now it's really clear to me. And so I encourage anybody who's looking to kind of see those lights of guiding as you're going, where should I go? What should I do? <laughs> Whatever feels easy. And I'm not saying it's not a lot of hard work. That's not what I'm saying. Where it feels like there's a flow. It's flowing. You know, that thing you go, God, it's flowing yes, today yes. or that feels good. When something becomes hard and you feel heavy, move away from it. Mm. And that is the only advice I have really in moving forward because everyone has their own journey. They'll have things and they'll have challenges and you'll have failures and have breakdowns. That's part of it. You can't get away from that because if you're not feeling those things, you're actually not giving it a red hot shot. And so you need to do that. <laughs> you need to feel it. When you start getting that muscle working, then there'll be a change. Mm, I like the notion of the muscle. You know, we, we've got that everywhere at the moment, uh, beautiful bodies mm. that are totally toned and, you know, muscle muscle everywhere really. That's, that's a common image that we have in this day and age. So for anyone who's looking at transformation, often we're looking at a transformation not just of the physical we're looking at the emotional the cognitive the environmental so but it's funny though because when i think about transformation the physical doesn't even enter into my brain it's so funny I know, because yeah. i believe so much that it's all mindset because the physical will come into play and have the transformation when the mind does. And you can aid the other, of course, you know, by walking and that helps the mental side because I walk just really for my mental health. I mean, it's yes. great for my physical. That's like a byproduct of it. And I think with people going forward in that is working out what resonates for you and helps support that is really important too. So I wanted to say that the image of transformation is very physical at the moment. So I wanted to bring it back to, you know, in the, in this age of instant everything, um, in the physical transformation of people seems to be up front and centre and everything is glossy, beautiful, beautiful bodies everywhere. But, you know, transformation isn't about just the physical. We can use the physical to help us with our mental health, um, I'm a great walker, Scarlett, you're a walker. There's a lot lot of things. I'll get out and swim. Summer's coming and, my gosh, I'll need to be cool because I just love the cold weather. But transformation is more about your soul. It's about your emotional and your cognitive and your heart all coming together and becoming who you really want to be because of the value system that you've got and the responsibility you feel to share what you've got. So, you know, being a transformational coach and a brand expert needs to consider that leap of faith that we all are taking so we feel secure in the fear that we have in, in treading something that's new, <laughs> waiting for that transformation or desiring yes. that yes. transformation to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so we would love to know any questions you have around, about branding because we'll be answering them on our Q&A episode that's coming up in uh, a few episodes' time. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, you for being on the show today, Scarlett. If you'd like to find out more about Scarlett, just pop on to scarlettvespa.com 
And if you'd know, like to know more about what I do as a leadership coach, then you can visit thrivingmatters.com. Don't forget, it's most important that you like our Thriving Matters podcast. Always love a thumbs up. It's appreciated. It, don't forget, give it a red hot shot if anything that you do in life and work because your thriving matters. 